You might have noticed that we're not using the word for I. Quiero by itself means I want. There is a word for I. The word for I is yo. Y-O. Yo. Yo. And you only use it if you want to be emphatic. So if you want to say I want and show that emphasis, how would you do it? Yo quiero. Yo quiero. I don't want. No yo quiero. In the same order as English. I don't want. Yo no quiero. Good. Yo no quiero. I don't want. Good. I don't want to cancel. Yo no quiero cancelar. Good. Yo no quiero cancelar. How would you say celebration? Celebración. Celebración. Very good. And to celebrate? Celebrar. Celebrar. I want to celebrate. Quiero celebrar. Quiero celebrar. Good. What would it mean if I say, Quiero ilustrar. Quiero ilustrar. I want to illustrate. Yes, I want to illustrate. This is an interesting word as well, actually. The, the luz inside of ilustrar means light. And uh, the word luz, L-U-Z, so actually this said would be pronounced th in most of Spain, luz. But in the rest of Spanish-speaking world, luz means light. So you can use that word as well. How would you say, I want to find out? Now in Spanish, you will say something like, uh, I want to inform myself. I want to inform myself. Uh, quiero informarme. Good, very good. Quiero informarme. <laughs> so how was information? Información. Información. Very good. What was you in the sense of I love you, I want you? Te. Te. And this is informal you. This is used uh, informally. How would you say then, I don't want to oblige you. So you might think, oh, I don't know this. It's very important, sentences that we think we don't know, to take them block by block. And in this way, we will realize we can say so much in Spanish that we would have assumed that we don't know how to say. So the first bit is, I don't want. No quiero. No quiero. To oblige. So we look to see if we have obligation. In English, we have it, right? It's a word. It's legal. So how is that? Obligación. Obligación. And to oblige then? Obligar. Obligar. Uh, so we don't want to jump from oblige to sticking out on it, you know? We want to take that long route. Obligation, obligación, obligar. And then we find the, the word in Spanish. So I don't want, no quiero, to oblige you. No quiero obligarte. Good. No quiero obligarte. I don't want to oblige you. I don't want to make you do it. So in English, we, we would say make you, maybe. Maybe oblige sounds a little bit too formal. But in Spanish, it's everyday language. How would you say, I don't want to provoke you. I don't want to provoke you. No quiero provocarte. Good. No quiero provocarte. The word for it in Spanish is lo. 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 So, how would you say, uh, I want to cancel it? Quiero cancelarlo. Good. Quiero cancelarlo. How would you say, I want to regulate it? Quiero regularlo. Good. I want to talk about this R. An initial R, like in regular, in most Spanish dialects, it's a rolling R. 
you get this flick of the tongue, regular, real. We saw this as well in real, real. Now, if you can't make that sound, I don't want you to worry about it yet. Um, it's something that it, I couldn't pronounce it, actually. I, I couldn't pronounce it for a long time, and it was really frustrating, and I was trying to pronounce it. And when you're trying to pronounce it, your mouth gets tense. And actually, you need a very relaxed mouth to pronounce this R because you're kind of lifting your tongue up a little bit and letting the air flap it. Now, that's a muscle. If it's tense, the air can't flap it. So I tried a very long time. I got very frustrated and I gave up. And then I was practicing Spanish uh, in Peru. One day I started speaking about rice, which is arroz. And the R came out all by itself. And I was so excited and I was jumping up and down saying arroz, arroz, arroz. And then I heard uh, the gringo is hungry. <laughs> but uh, it, it, I, I, my advice, if you can't pronounce this sound, is just to let it come. Uh, the more you hear, just because you want to pronounce it, it's going to come. So initial R or two R's together inside the word is going to pronounce this double R. So the word for but in Spanish is pero. Pero. P-E-R-O. And the word for dog is perro. P-E-R-R-O. Perro. So that's the difference. You have normal R, pero. Pero. And it's a bit different to English because it's still kind of more pronounced. You know, you're still using your tongue more there. Pero. And then perro, you keep that in the same position that you are using to make that Spanish R, which is kind of a little bit more pronounced than the English sound. But you pass a little bit of air over it and you let that flick it. Perro. Perro. Now, like I said, I don't want you to worry about if you can't pronounce this. There are even native Spanish speakers that can't pronounce this. So it's really something I don't want to inhibit anybody. How do you think is uh, salvation in Spanish? Salvación. Salvación. So how do you think would be to save? Salvar. Salvar. This word that we used for it, lo, can also mean him. So how would you say I want to save him? Quiero salvarlo. Good. Quiero salvarlo. I want to save him. How would you say situation? Situación. Situación. Good. Now, if you turn that into a verb, you actually get to situate, to place, to put somewhere. So how would that be? Situar. Situar. Good. Participation. Participación. Participación. To participate. Partipi so take it syllable by syllable. This is very important. So it doesn't become like a salad. You, know? you want to take it syllable by syllable. Participation. Mm. Participación. Participar. Slower. Participar. Participar. So we want, we must take it. So sometimes you don't need to take it slowly. But we want to get in the habit of taking it slowly, dividing up syllable by syllable. We want to install the correct process slowly. We don't want to jump from participate to participar because maybe we end up putting some extra sound participatar or something like this. And we don't want to do this. We want to take the long route. So, for example, if you want to work out how to say to create in Spanish, you want to go through the long way. You want to go through creation. Creación. And then? Crear. Yeah, and that's it. That's a verb in Spanish. Crear, to create. Um, how is to experiment? So it's experimentation. Experimentación. Mm -hmm. 
experimentar. Yeah, that's it, experimentar. And this also means to experience, to experiment and to experience, which is a little bit of wisdom that I really like there from Spanish, because your experience is like an experiment. If you think that your relationship with experience is scientific, you look what happens and you learn from it, or at least you should. So in Spanish, there is a suggestion of that in the fact that these words are the same, to experience and to experiment is the same verb, experimentar. The nouns are different. Experience is experiencia. Experiment is experimento. But the verb, the act, is the same verb, experimentar. Actually, this gives us another nice rule. Experience, experiencia. If we have a word that ends in ens or ans, we can change ens to ensia and ans to ansia, and we will get the word in Spanish. Difference. Diferencia. Good. Influence. Influencia. Yeah. Existence. Existencia. Good. Consistence. Consi consi <laughs> consistencia. Good. Inconsistence. Inconsistencia. Good. Incongruence. Incongruencia. Yes. 